Hello, welcome to another episode of Once Upon a Time. This is an attempt by me, J.S. Morahan, and my brother, Joe, to provide you with interesting, informative, and we hope insightful stories to help you better navigate the high seas of life. Pride is the deadliest sin. As we talk about pride and the deadliest sin, we're going to talk about a man who was a very bright man, a very clever man, who rose up the ranks through the automobile industry as an engineer, then as a division president, and ultimately as one of the most successful automobile engineers uh, to ever uh, walk this planet. Unfortunately, along the way, he allowed his arrogance, his pride, and his ego to take over his life, his actions, and ultimately it destroyed his family and his marriage. And uh, we're going to talk about some of the things that uh, happened to him along the way, as well as maybe delve into the, the ego and pride of a very clever, smart man and how he ended up uh, basically ruining his life and uh, at the end, he ended up finding God, or Christ, as a born-again Christian, even though he was Catholic, but he became a born-again Christian, and uh, apparently that's, that's the way he was, uh, went out of this world. Is John Zachary DeLorean. He was born on January 6, 1925, and he died on March 19, 2005. He was an American engineer, an inventor, and an executive in the U.S. automobile industry. Widely known for his work at General Motors and, as later in his life, known as the founder of the DeLorean Motor Company. John DeLorean was considered one of the greatest engineers, automobile engineers of his time. He de developed a number of vehicles uh, throughout his career, including the Pontiac GTO muscle car, the Pontiac Firebird, the Pontiac Grand Prix, the Chevrolet Cosworth, Vega, and uh, the DMC DeLorean sports car, which is the uh, car in his name. Um, it was also featured in the movie Back to the Future, if you remember that movie. I'm sure you do. He was the youngest division head in General Motors history at the age of 40. He, um, <clears throat> he was very well respected within the company. He took over these, these divisions, uh, the Pontiac division, when it was not making any money. And he was the man that put the muscle in the car and wanted to, to, to have as much firepower as possible. He was laughed at by his colleagues. Um, however, he was proven right, and he rose through the ranks. So he was a risk taker. He was a smart guy. He had his pulse on the industry, and everything was going well for this man. Uh, Pontiac, DeLorean was enjoying some freedoms and celebrity that came with his position and spent a good time of traveling around the country and the world, uh, locations around the world, to support promotional events. He was known as a ladies' man, um, and we'll get into that later <laughs> in this podcast. Um, but he, had, he, he made frequent public appearances, and he really worked on his image. He solidified his image, as, actually, as a rebel corporate businessman. And he had, you know, he dressed as with an L.A. flair and more of a casual banter compared to his peers at General Motors and at Pontiac, 
where they were more conservative, Midwestern, old-fashioned um, executives, not used to uh, someone with this this type of, uh, uh, I guess, arrogance, as as you say, uh, that that came along with him as he rose through the ranks. Even as General Motors was losing money or their revenue was declining, um, Pontiac remind, remained highly profitable under DeLorean. And he continued to uh, grow his reputation as a corporate maverick within General Motors. However, he was still promoted, um, and this was a big promotion for him. On February 15th of 1969, he was promoted to head up uh, the prestigious Chevrolet division, the General Motors flagship uh, division. And his salary was $200,000 a year, not including bonuses. In today's uh, dollars, that would be about uh, $1,411,000. And with his bonuses, he was earning up to uh, $400,000, so equivalent to $2.8 million uh, in today's money. So he was making a shit ton of money. Um, so he was really you know, popular and in, in, in sort of like this in, with the muscle cars and in popular culture. Um, he had, he wore long sideburns. He had long unbuttoned shirts in, in, you know, 1969 going into the seventies and his third marriage, he even, um, actually his second marriage, he invited Ford president Lee Iacocca, another famous executive automobile executive to serve as his best man at his his at his second wedding 1971 uh, DeLorean at the uh, as the head of Chevrolet's division was now Chevrolet was experiencing record sales in excess of 3 million vehicles his division at Chevrolet was alone nearly matching that of the entire Ford company that is a really incredible feat in 1971. So just after two years after they were flailing, failing. So really his bosses and those um, in that company, they really had no choice but to keep promoting uh, John DeLorean because he did know what he was doing. He knew what the public wanted in a car and he knew how to sell them. That's for sure. Um and in 1972, he was promoted again to the position of vice president of car and truck production for all of the General Motors line. Think about that. So now he is way at the top of the General Motors company. Um, however, he started, you know, he was always having run-ins with um, the other executives because he always wanted to push the envelope. Rumored to be in line to be the, become the next president of General Motors. His competitors, all within the C-suite, they, they really did not want him to become the president. At this point, they, they, despised, his, they despised his success, his flair, his arrogance, and basically he was now talking about quality control problems, and they just, you know, they were corporate men. And whenever you have a maverick in uh, an organization, um, that's a problem. So I guess at this point, I'm starting to think, this man is ready. He's been flying through the ranks. He's very intelligent. 
why can't he see that if he just tones it down a little bit, he's going to be the next president of General Motors. He'll have a whole lot more power than these uh, than he currently does, and he will can take the the company in the direction that he wants. So I'm just wondering, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, is this guy just arrogant, or does he cross the line into sort of narcissistic behavior? And as we'll learn about this man, I think this was about the time. And maybe he maybe he was arrogant uh, in his younger days, as we're seeing right here, as we're learning. But maybe this is the point that when he goes from being just an arrogant, clever, kind of I'm a hot shot kind of guy to he starts crossing the line a little bit about with his ego and and some sort of narcissistic tendencies. Uh, people with narcissistic personalities they behave differently than non-narcissists, such as shunning introspection and denying mistakes. Although I don't know if he had many mistakes at that point, but introspection, I don't think he had much. He also Narcissists also have different values than non-narcissists, such as status and image. Status and image as opposed to compassion and authenticity. Now that's interesting because he was totally focused on his image. His status, I think he was focused on his status. Maybe not so much within General Motors, but maybe his image outside of General Motors, being on the magazine covers, being the guy that developed the muscle car, being out in L.A., traveling the world to all these promotional events, getting to know Johnny Carson, being one of the top executives at General Motors. He had plastic surgery on his jaw to make himself look more manly. He was dyeing his hair black instead of the gray that was growing in you know he was dressing like he was the la man he he divorced his first wife and uh we'll get into that later Um, so i'm starting to see destructive behaviors that maybe characterize narcissism uh in this man um so just just thought that this was an interesting sort of point to kind of analyze and look at it. When did this guy cross over? 